Welcome to the Optimist Futures Podcast, a place to learn from an industry insider with over 20 years of experience in commodity futures and options. Gain insight to the newest technology, platforms, risk management, trading philosophy, and advice about the current state of the futures and options markets. For futures trading platforms, deep discounts trading commissions, overnight margins, and instructional videos, feel free to visit our website at optimistfutures.com. Please remember that this matter should be viewed as a solicitation to trade. Trading futures and options involves substantial risk of loss and is not suitable for all investors. Past performance is not necessarily indicative of future results. You should therefore carefully consider whether such trading is suitable for you in light of your financial condition. Optimus Futures LLC is not affiliated with, nor does it endorse any trading system, methodologies, newsletter, or similar service. We urge you to conduct your own due diligence. Now, here's your host, founder and CEO of Optimus Futures, Matt Zimberg. One day, I'm going to write a book about trading. And when I'm going to write it, this episode is going to be the first chapter about it. Because I think this is where the traders are going wrong. And this is where essentially all the issues start from and after you listen to this chapter you will be able to understand that you can build a lot upon this chapter with your approach but before we talk about trading i want to talk about when situations go wrong when situations go wrong basically in order to understand what happened in any type of situation that goes wrong you start looking to analyze one variable at a time. It's very hard to look at any situation that goes wrong where it could be tragically wrong or it could be just wrong. But you start looking at one variable at a time and saying, okay, what has led to that? So just keep that in mind because I'm going to build on that a little bit as we talk about trading. So I'm going to talk today also about the trader that starts out in trading and he builds a model or his, I should say, approach to trading is based on what he thinks uh, trading should be. Some don't even have any background in trading, never took, uh, read a book about trading, never consulted with a professional about trading. They just decided, you know, that their their trading approach from gathering bits and pieces out there of information, they have their own idea how to build their method. So here's what happens. You know, they go about their method. Typically, they will call 700 brokers, test 700 trading platforms, and on every single platform, they want to test their method as if the method is going to make a difference what platform it's trading on. Okay. Well, that could be a chapter and an episode in itself. All right. So then they trade the system. And since nobody ever loses a dime in paper trading, and it's absolutely ideal, then from there, they decide to go and establish an account. And then when they establish an account, they see that the um, the account does, does not fall anything close to what it did before. And it did not match the method right so 
that is a disappointment to them. So what do they do? They stop everything. They toss it out, right? And they start over. Some of them can do that a number of times until they decide that the asset that they trade in absolutely sucks. So if they traded in something else, maybe it would work. So they jump from stock options to ETFs, ETFs to futures, futures to Forex, or vice versa. And really, it has nothing to do, of course, with the asset class. It's really their approach and method. And I'm going to, again, explain and go into details about that. So when you have a system that you built, let's say, and you go to real-life trading, and it doesn't work out, the worst thing you can do is just toss it out completely because that's a very emotional approach. And the most dangerous thing you can do in trading is to make decisions based on emotions instead of data, okay? Emotional decisions that tend to be erratic and how we feel changes due to external things um, affect us. They're unrelated to the parameters of trading. Okay, let me let me try and explain that again. So what you think is correct today at this moment in time, it might not feel correct in a different point in time. And that is a very, very emotional approach. Instead, what you should do is really start looking at variables one at a time. You can look at your entries. You can look then at your exits. You can look at the time frame that you're using. You can look at your emotional approach to this. You can look at your psychology at the time. You have to start bringing, breaking it down to components. And those components will give you a better picture than tossing everything out, right? It's just throwing it out and, and saying this, this doesn't work. And go through this insane cycle for years of paper trading, testing, paper trading, testing, when really you could have had something good, but it just didn't, you know, you just didn't tweak it enough. The one thing I would say is that, yeah, some systems might not work, but I truly believe that it deserve, deserves an explanation, right? So some do approach, you know, at their data, they start looking at trading, but because they're so um, emotionally driven, and they have already decided that the system is not good. Basically, they're still being emotional um, about their data. So when amateur when amateurs have access to data, um, they think they're able to reason with science and numbers. Uh, but because they're just not scientific enough, they use the data wrongly, and they again make very bad decision. Right. So again. You know, the key for you as a trader is to start looking at one variable at a time, okay? So when you talk, for example, about science and when you run an experiment, right? So when you run that experiment, you can change, um, you cannot change all the variables all together, right? So if you're running some sort of a thing, where you test things in an experiment, you have to change again, you know, one variable and not multiple variables at the same time. Because if you do in trading or in science, if you start changing everything altogether, 
um, that's not called an experiment. It's called a Hail Mary. And when you get results, you don't know which variables was responsible for what, right? So amateurs keep changing all the variables altogether. And because they don't know their head from, you know, that part of the body, you know, they basically attribute their success or failure to basically, you know, anything they want. They're just random. So when I tried to explain how the trading experiment was wrongly set up, um, you know, basically they, these people stick to their own fantasies of essentially what makes sense to them. And I'm sharing this with you because, and it's a little bit painful at times, right? Because obviously it involves money and I get it. But I'm sharing this with you because I want you to see how you can be your own worst enemy when you let your emotions control your trading decisions instead of data, right? And at the same time, you don't you test incorrectly because you don't understand how trading models work. If you have a method, change one variable at a time and then continue trading. Now, I understand the experiment here. I understand the implications here, right? So essentially, you don't want to you want to stop losing, right? So when you have a method, obviously everybody's in the marketplace to make money. But I'm going to tell you this, the best traders in the world lost money and will lose money. And you will lose money on your way to become a better trader at times. It's just the cost of becoming a trader. Some people don't want to hear it. Some people people want to have those unrealistic, you know, dreams of you can make money every day and listen to those gurus who, you know, they're fake, you know, Rolex watches on their Instagram when they're broke and they still live with their mother in the basement and telling everybody else how to trade. If you want to stick to those models, you know, hey, be my guest. It's your life. It's your money. However, if you want to have a more realistic approach, this is what you do. You change one variable at a time and see how it affects your trading. You might not make money, but essentially you could use maybe smaller contracts. This is just something that came to my mind. You can potentially use e-mini micros, right? So I don't want to play the, the, um, the risk in uh, futures trading, um, but, but nevertheless, the e-micros are a smaller contract. So if you're about to trade bigger contracts or you can stick with the micros or trade multiple micros, the point is, is to use some sort of a contract that is small that potentially will not hurt you financially and you play around with that until you, you tweak your method. Now, one thing you will realize that you might get to a point that you're comfortable with your method. You're comfortable with the system and you're comfortable with the risk management, but that will serve you only as a model for the future. In the future, you know, when the environment is, let's say, more, um, when, when it's vol- more volatile, then, then obviously you use a risk management and targets that are different. And when it's less volatile, you're going to shrink it as well. So essentially, you will have at least a trading model. At least you have something to reference, right? And you can build upon this model. And that is the experiment that you will keep on doing 
as long as you're a trader and as long as the markets are trading because every single quarter every single season and every year we have something else we have news that affect the market in a different way and it fluctuates in a different way and it's just a different animal all the time you know the changes all the time um, in any case, I hope that will be helpful. If you're looking for a broker, I'd love to be a broker. We're a group of people at Optimist Futures that talks to customers. Majority of our customers are um, self-directed online traders. We respect their privacy and we respect the fact that they want to become traders. This is why I'm doing those podcasts to help them out. Um, not here to sell dreams. I'm here to help somebody get through the challenges of the market so when we take customers on board we really try to do our best to explain how things work mechanically i spend many hours throughout the day you know talking to people i'm not an i'm not a trading instructor i am a broker my time is valuable but whenever i have time to answer questions or people can go on our forum uh, community.optimistfutures.com and they can ask me all the questions and when i have time i answer them and i help them out every single podcast that i do is a result of me talking to people and people are telling me about their challenges so don't feel that i'm here to put down people i know the trading is really really hard it's just some people insist you know with a cement persistent uh, persistence that they know how trading works when they have no background in it they just convince themselves and I always say you got to have a very flexible mind when you're learning new methods. So again, if you're looking for a broker, I'd love to service your account. You can find us at www.optimistfutures.com. Um, we have great staff. We have great people. We have very competent people and they're efficient at what they do. And uh, I try to guide them every day to the best that I can and um, give our company, Optimist Futures, a direction that actually helps tr traders. Um, I look forward to uh, the next podcast. I don't know what the topic will be, but hey, you know, you never know. Every day is a surprise. So I wish you a good day. And since tomorrow is Friday and I'm recording it today, you're going to hear it on a Friday. So I'm wishing you also a fantastic weekend. I'm going to take a break and I'll resume to the podcast next week. All the best. And uh, if you have any comments, just post them underneath. would love to hear what you think. All the best. And uh Again, see you on the next podcast. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Optimist Futures podcast. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. You can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Google Plus, all under the username Optimist Futures. If you have any questions, feel free to send us an email to support at OptimistFutures.com or give us a call directly at 561-367-8686 or toll free at one 800 771-6748. Once again, thank you for listening to the Optimist Futures Podcast. Please remember that this matter should be viewed as a solicitation to trade. Trading futures and options involves substantial risk of loss and is not suitable for all investors. Past performance is not necessarily indicative of future results. You should therefore carefully consider whether such trading is suitable for you in light of your financial condition. Optimist Futures LLC is not affiliated with, nor does it endorse any trading system, methodologies, newsletter, or similar service. We urge you to conduct your own due diligence.